0: Hello and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. She Reads Truth creates beautiful, accessible Bible reading plans and resources to help you get into God's Word every day. Each week here on the podcast, we talk about what we're going to read together as a community this
1: week. I'm your host, Rachel Myers. And I'm your other host, Amanda Bible-Williams. And friends, today we are closing out our series called I Will Give You Rest, An Invitation to Sabbath. With someone you may have heard of, the one and only, the one and only Beth Moore. Mm. You all, she's as gracious as you hope that she is. Mm -hmm. And Beth, if you don't know Beth, you need to. She leads Living Proof Ministries in Texas. She lives in Texas with her husband. They have a couple grown girls and some grands. And she loves the word, loves to teach the word and encourage women to read and love the word. She has a new book coming out in eight days. Oh, my goodness. Eight days from today. A new type of book. And it is a memoir about her life. It's called All My Knotted Up Life. And you'll hear her talk a little bit about this. I was brought to tears at least once Mm -hmm. in this episode, and our hearts were just really encouraged by this conversation. And we prayed the Lord would lead it, and He did. So let's get right to it. Beth, we have looked forward to this. For a long time. We have hoped for it and looked (laughs) forward to it. I have um, as well. Well, I think it's so sweet that, like, you know, we've wanted to have you on the podcast for a long time, but schedules are hard, and, you know, and he, but here we are, and I would never have guessed that this would be the study, that it would be this study on rest and an invitation to Sabbath, you know, because I would have thought, oh, book of the Bible. Beth yeah, Moore's on, we're going to do sure. a book of the Bible. And so I'm really excited that it landed like it did.
2: Or you might have thought it would be on the energy of the Holy Spirit. And the last thing you thought of when you thought of me was rest. But I want you to know this is why this is the perfect topic for us to talk about because it is something I am really, really leaning into. I, I, I just oh, think hey. I think that if we do not find a place mm-hmm. and a mentality and a theology. In the scriptures of rest, in all of the mayhem, we have had it. So I'm right with you, ladies. This is a wonderful topic, and let's go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, something that is not known for being a restful activity is writing a book. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) you just— well, I'll say just finished, but I say that because it's releasing, right? So recently finished a new book, your newest book. It releases in a week, which Next is wild, week, the twenty first. Yes,
0: but it's oh. different
1: than any <laughs> any work you've done. I heard a sigh. So far. I yes, heard, that you was did. a deep sigh. You that was hear, a loaded you sigh. You
2: hear a loaded sigh, Amanda, because <laughs> you know how it feels. I don't have to tell you guys this, but I, I love telling our viewers and our listeners. There is so much anxiety that goes with the book Mm -hmm. release. And it may be different. Like I do two different kinds of things. I do two different kinds of books. I do curriculum, which I dearly love and I consider to be my my primary calling. And then I'll do regular nonfiction books. And Mm -hmm. so both of them are very vulnerable to put out in the public eye because, you know, you've worked on it so hard. Sometimes you lose... Ability to even judge is is this good? The best I know to do, and I know that you feel the same way at the end of a curriculum, is to say to myself and to look at the evidence, did I get them into the scriptures? Because the scriptures yeah. are yeah. what have the promise that go with them that they won't return empty. And so that's right. I, I think that. But and I also think that about the nonfiction books. Okay, we were in a lot of scripture. That's got this one is a memoir. And it's the only (laughs) one I've ever written. It it really Mm -hmm. is my my story. So, oh, my word. So it's not just having people critique my writing. Right. It's having them critique my life. And so, (laughs) yeah. It's a real pull back (laughs) the curtain. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there are parts of my story that I just I've waited. I've not been certain I would tell them, but I knew that if I did, if I got specific in some of these things, that it would be late into my life. And it's it's getting later.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> well... You've done this really hard work of looking back Mm -hmm. over your life so far. Mm -hmm. Mm Yes. And so today we're looking at the topic of rest and not just like, well, I'm tired, I'm going to lie down sometimes, Mm -hmm. but the type of rest that God promises and that only God can give. And so is there something that as you think back over this book, what did you learn about rest?
2: I want you to think with me in those beautiful verses in Colossians, chapter two, that talk about that all of these things, these ways that we practice worship and religion and the things that we do that often are very sacred practices and many of them good in their own yeah. right. But he says these, he's talking about the feasts and he's talking about the Sabbath and he's talking about mm-hmm. the new moon. So it's annually, monthly, and then weekly. And mm-hmm. he says, these are shadowed shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. And I'm reminded right. constantly do you realize that what we see are shadows and yeah, the very yeah. thing that is our substance is what we cannot see with our human eyes so remember in hebrews 11 where it says that Moses saw him who is invisible and that just mm-hmm. I love that because it's like that ability to somehow perceive this yes. substance that we cannot see and not place our trust in the shadows that we can.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, and that very passage that you just mentioned is in our reading this week. Mm-hmm. The substance is Christ. And that. so, so much of this is wrapped up in... You know, and how we understand rest in a biblical sense in the way that scripture teaches. So, this study that we're in, this podcast series that we're in Mm -hmm. to correlate with the reading plan, it's two weeks long. And so, last week we talked about how, you know, God is the source of rest, that Jesus offers rest for the weary, which Is everyone? Yes. (laughs) We are all weary. Right. Raise your hand. Um, (laughs) That it's a gift, that it's a get to, that we Mm -hmm. it is something that is offered to us you know, as opposed to something that we would earn. Mm -hmm. We'll probably talk about that again today, too. (laughs) That it's a holy rhythm that we can actually see in creation in the way that God created the world and our bodies. And yes, and that we are invited in. It's not withheld from us. Like, we're invited in, in Jesus. We're invited into this rest. And so in this week, we kind of start to, I think, like— I wanted to say broaden the scope a little bit, but I don't know. It might actually be a little bit of both, like yeah. broadening and then getting specific. But it's just like, what does this look like? Yeah. And what are some of the ways that we enter into rest? So things like remembering what the kingdom of God actually is and remembering yes. the unseen yeah. that is as real as what I can put my hand on. Yes. You know? Yes.
2: My favorite thing, my favorite thing in ministry is to see somebody begin to get it just where yeah. they they may not have really ever connected with God on the pages of Scripture. And they mm-hmm. may have appreciated their Bible. And they may have even been able to say, what which I would have readily said, I believe everything that is in here. I just wouldn't That's have right. known what it was. What What you is know? it that I believe? <laughs> right, right. But when we start to study it. And with the Holy Spirit, yeah. now we could do it and leave the Holy Spirit completely out of it. But when when the Holy Spirit is engaged with us through, his, right. through his own word, his own breath on the sacred page, mm-hmm. there is what we would call that self-authenticating nature of the scriptures. So what does that mean for someone listening that's brand new to this? This means that when you might ask me the question, and as a teacher, I always think, what would you be asking me right now?
1: One Mm, of your questions
2: would be, Beth, I mean, there's a lot of of books. How do you know that this is true? When the two of you, Amanda and Rachel say, when your ministry, she reads truth, how do you know that that is true? Well, what I would have to tell you is that you have to come in, come in and study it. Ask God to meet with you that his Holy Spirit would animate Mm -hmm those words. And then, you know, as you go, there is a, when the Holy Spirit dwells in us, when we receive Jesus as Savior and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us, there's this resonance in our spirit. The Holy Spirit within us reacts to the truth. I love to tell new students, the Lord loves his word. He loves his word. So when his spirit is in us, his spirit within us is reacting with affection Mm.
0: to his
2: word because he loves it. And so that Hmm. you begin to sense that. And I'm not talking about, you're always going to get chill bumps, but I am going to tell you, what I would say to you is, you ask me, how do I know this is truth? I would say, well, would you take the challenge of beginning to study, to read every day according? I love that you have a plan, a way of activating that, in a schedule, do it, Mm -hmm. ask God to meet you there and then spend some time, not a few days, but keep it up, keep it up for a while. And then I would ask you, does something in you say to you, I believe that's the truth. I believe that's the truth. And isn't it so, it's the most marvelous thing and miraculous really.
1: Yeah. And to see when when those, those moments begin to happen for someone in their own journey of faith and those dots oh. start to connect about like how different parts of the Bible speak to each other and yes. how it's all telling one story. I mean, we hear from we women all other. the yeah. time. <laughs> well, yeah, it happens here <laughs> yes. all the time at this very table that yes. we're sitting at. And then we hear from women all the time who yeah. are like, well, you have read... Scripture. I have been a believer. I have read parts of the Bible, but it's that consistent opening. And Mm -hmm. now do we miss days? Sure. But you don't want to. When you start to feel and see those dots connecting, it begins to make sense. And I don't mean in a knowledge way. It does that too sometimes, but I mean in your spirit. It starts to resonate and make sense in your spirit. Absolutely. Now,
2: listen, I love that I get to see both of your young faces on this screen while we're talking. This is one of my favorite things that has happened. Listen, I I loved how Kay Arthur would say to Priscilla and I, she would talk to us as young women. I would be sort of younger than Priscilla would be young. But she said, listen, when you're my age, everybody younger than you is young. And so I feel that way now. But when I look at you... It thrills me so that you have the calling that you do, because one of the things I said this just as recently as last week at a conference, I spoke specifically to the young women, like in their teens and in their 20s. And one of the things that I said to them, I said, you know, every generation wants to do things differently than their parent generation. It's just it's just part of it. It's part of launching. You you see it in your home. Your kids have to kind of find their own way. And And sometimes, you know, rebellion looks like, just looks like, I want this to look different than you did it. Okay, let me give you a perfect example. When Melissa, my youngest daughter, was beginning to, I mean, that light was coming on. She was in high school and she began to want to study like a maniac, but she did not do my studies. She specifically wanted to do K. Arthurs. Why? Because (laughs) she didn't want to be mini me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, She wanted to do this sort of the same thing, but a different way. So, okay. So I was telling the young women, I said, that's natural. It's a natural inclination. I said, you've got lots and lots of ways to do it out there. But I said, the fact is, if you're going to be mighty in faith, you have to have a regular diet of the scriptures. Mm. And so there are certain, I want someone to hear this that just, that is just looking for a reason to sort of commit is that, that the methods and approaches we could use are so varied, and you're gonna find one that is your learning style, you're gonna find one that works for you. But the basic disciplines of our faith, like prayer and Bible reading and study, and giving the community of saints, yeah. these are these don't change. They may look different. They may be different methods and different approaches. But I still want to say to our young women, and, you know, for someone as old as I am to say it rings like, well, you know, of course they're old fashioned, but you're not. And it takes your young faces to speak into those young women and call them into the scriptures because there is no replacing a regular mm-hmm. visit with God on the pages of scripture. There's nothing. Instagram's not gonna do it. No nope. amount, no social. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to see an Instagram post with the scripture on. That is not going to cut it. We fight evil powers and principalities and we got one way, one weapon, and that's the scriptures. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You all have, I mean, speaking of a steady diet of the Word, you've such, this is such a cool combination of passages this week. I'm excited for you because there are some, there's some pretty big chunks of scripture in this week's reading, as in, You know, like all of Exodus chapter sixteen, for example, and there you know are some smaller nuggets. Um, Revelation twenty one. That'll that'll (laughs) do. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. do (laughs) do. Yeah, (laughs) that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. But truly, and the thing that I that kept resonating with me as I was reading through these passages was the difference between viewing, you know, because we said, even last week, we said that rest is a gift that God gives, that He is the source of rest. And even still, in my brain, (laughs) I think of it as a thing I need to do as a believer, like a thing that I need to 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 tick off of the list. Right. And so, you know, to look at passages like Hebrews 4, Where here's verse 4 and then 9 and 10. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in this way. And on the seventh day, God rested from all his works. So in my brain, I'm going, okay, okay, seventh day, got it. Verse 9, therefore, a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered his rest, has entered Mm -hmm. his rest, like present tense, has rested from his own works, just as God did from his That there's a distinctive here of like, oh, I'm resting. My rest is to intentionally and actively say, like what you were saying earlier, Rachel, that like I am not. The God of this situation or any situation. <laughs> I am not God. Yeah. I am remembering that. I am yes. remembering who is God. I am remembering what He has done. I am remembering that He has freed me. I am remembering that my work is only an outflow of His. That's like exactly His what. work is mm-hmm. what secures me. Mm-hmm. My work is a response. I mean it is in it. His work is finished. Yes, my work exactly. is never finished. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Yes, Yes. his work is finished. Mm -hmm. And it is our gift to get to hide in that, you know, to get to be covered by that finished work. Yes. And it does take us stopping our bodies. Uh, It does. It absolutely does. It
2: absolutely does. I try to remind myself continually that the point is not to achieve, but to receive. That I, Mm. I don't have to go do it. That what I'm to do is I'm to surrender to receive it. Lord, I receive your strength. One of the things that I'll do, I know you guys will understand this, when I have a speaking event coming up or I have a message coming up, I'll say to the Lord, I'll start praying some weeks in advance. And Lord, I'm just, I'm listening for you to give me a word. Where, Where do you want me to go with this particular speaking. And so you know how it is if you get a week out and, and you haven't really heard clearly from the Lord and you begin to get panicked and start thinking, <laughs> how can I do it? But one of the things that he teaches me to do over and over is rest in it, rest mm-hmm. in it. Lord, I am so grateful that you are going to give it to me. you just I need mean, listening ears, but you are going to give it to me. I, I just have to receive it. I don't have to go Achieve it something else I think about a lot i love I love what Hebrews is doing about the promised rest, and so think yeah. back with me with the rest of God for the Israelites in the promised land, so their rest was a place it was a perimeter, it was real estate. this was mm-hmm, the place mm-hmm. of promise for them they were to cross over the Jordan, and they were to enter into their rest. And that would be, think of it this way, into the center of God's will for you. As New Testament believers on this side, so much of what was, again, what we were talking a moment ago, visceral, very, very tangible, very, very physical, lived out in their flesh and blood in the old covenant. We see so much of it in in a deeper way in spiritual terms, which is always more so than physical. We have to remember substance and, and shadow. But, what we have to understand is ours is not a place of rest; it is a person of rest. it is yes. abiding. It is that back to John chapter fifteen
1: mm-hmm.
2: when we enter into our rest, we are entering into Christ himself and going, one of you referred, I think maybe Amanda that it was you you referred to you know just being when we're resting in something where we're Finally, do, or it may have been you, Rachel. We do, our bodies have to stop a little while to just know yeah. well, this is my place of rest, is a person, and I'm hidden in Him. Rachel, you said, I think that we're, mm-hmm. that we're hidden in Him. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. this whole idea is that He's done all of it. Now, that's right. I just, okay, my place of abiding, He said, you, you dwell in my love, dwell in my love, abide yeah. in my love and that it's a person. And therefore, That's right. the beauty of it is that as He sends us all over the globe with the gospel, we need not worry because our place of rest was not real estate. It is a person. It's Christ. It's Christ.
0: I love this so much, Beth, because I think that— we talk about if whatever we're preaching can't be preached everywhere then it's not gospel no, right no. and this can be preached everywhere mm-hmm. Absolutely. it is not go take a vacation it is not you know take a day off of work that is not the type of rest that, those are good those are like those are good things like but they're not the ultimate thing right yeah. like that we can that we have a person in whom to rest yes that is the invitation to every believer yeah
2: every believer
0: Yes. Uh, You know, I I know that you also, one
2: of the things that you teach about that, as as you said a moment ago, and I feel the same way, I don't like legalism. I am not a fan of it. I am a fan of a lifestyle of seeking the Lord through prayer and through His Word. And for me, one of the things that I have to do is to choose rest before the frenzy, and hmm. so for me, and we do it different ways. I respect all those different ways. I've got a lot of friends that say, oh, no, I'm not a morning person. I am definitely a night person. I have to settle some things before I ever get out in public, before, way, before mm-hmm. phone, yeah. Yeah. way before I look at my phone and way before I look at social media. I'm about to enter the frenzy of, I live in Houston, mm-hmm. Houston traffic. Whatever oh. it may be, but I'm going <laughs> to enter Amen. the frenzy. I'm going to enter the frenzy of my own family. I yeah. have my own schedule, just a frenzy. Yeah. And so I have got to choose my place and person of rest first thing. And so, for oh, instance, good. I'll say this with a smile on my face. I don't say this to try to, to get people to feel sorry for me because I don't feel sorry for myself about it. But <laughs> when I open social media, there is no telling what I'm going to find myself <laughs> called. <Right. laughs> no telling. Oh. No telling. So I have to have rested with the Lord
1: Mm -hmm.
2: my value first thing. Mm -hmm. I have already been told by the Lord that morning on that day, I am loved by Him. I've been told that in His Word. In all my frailty and all my weakness and all the mistakes I will make, I have been chosen and called. And so that I want to say to someone uh, tuning in today, that is choosing... Rest before the frenzy and then to anticipate the frenzy. Mm
1: -hmm. Go
2: ahead and know it's coming where you're not caught off guard. It's coming, all right. Chaos is coming. But you have chosen a person as your place of rest.
1: Hey, friends, do you want to keep opening your Bibles, but you're not sure where to start or what to read next? The She Reads Truth subscription box makes daily Bible reading easy. Sign up and we will send you our newest study book every month so that you never have to wonder what to read next. We will help you be a woman in the Word of God every day. Just visit shopshereadstruth.com slash subbox. that's S-U-B-B-O-X, and get your monthly subscription today. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our text message program. That is the best way to get early bird access to all of our biggest deals, restock alerts, special offers, all the things. That's shopshereadsthetruth.com/slash-subbox. All right, back to the show. Something that we talked about, I think, a little bit last week was how you know the rest that we experience in the Lord here in this life now is a foretaste of the rest mm-hmm. that our eternal rest yeah. when we when our dwelling place is with him and so i hear that in what you're saying beth that those moments these moments where we intentionally still our bodies and our hearts and our minds and and orient ourselves to the lord and we do that through a lot of other spiritual practices in addition to rest. And a lot of times there's a section in this study book on this of how like a lot of times spiritual disciplines or practices will kind of stack and like be in tandem with one another. Yes, Um yes. So for a lot of us, our day of, you know, our Sabbath is also the day that we gather with the community of believers and the day that we that we worship through singing and service and other things. Yes. But this is... A foretaste of what we're built to be with the Lord, right? And so, but while we're here, (laughs) you know, Revelation 21 and 22 is not our everyday, like every moment reality. But listen to this promise. Yeah, listen Mm -hmm. to this promise. And then and actually, should we have Beth read it? Yes. Oh, We what haven't made you read anything yet. Are you ready? I'm ready. ready. Page, Revelation 20, page 62 in the, uh-huh. in the study
0: book. Okay.
1: Revelation 22. Let's do just one through five.
2: I have to say something to you that are younger than me, which is a lot of you listening. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. 65 and a half. I want to say that when I was a little girl, I knew that my grandmother, she just talked about church all the time. She just loved going to church, but I could not understand why, every time she went, we all sat in one long row together, a family of eight, she would cry the whole time. Well, you turn into that. And the reason yes. is,
0: because,
2: <laughs> it, these pages are so dear to me, I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it. So forgive me if I can't read it without choking up, because it's just so <laughs> this precious This is a safe me.
1: place, Beth. Okay, mm-hmm. so
2: Revelation 22, 1 through 5? Yes. <clears throat> all right. Then he showed me the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the city's main street. I'm reading, some of you are already asking, what's she reading out of CSB? <laughs> the tree of life was on each side of the river, bearing 12 kinds of fruit, producing its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations, and There will no longer be any curse. The throne of God and of the lamb will be in the city and his servants will worship him. This is the best part right here, right here, right here. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will be no more. People will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun because the Lord God will give them light. And they will reign forever and
1: ever. It just doesn't get better than that. No, it doesn't. You didn't cry, but I did. <laughs> his name Same.
2: on there. Can you imagine? No. So we'll see it on one another. Because, so we'll see the, the light. We'll see his face and there'll be the radiance. And so we can't see ourselves. We, I'll look at you. You'll look at me and, and realize that I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Now, this is, don't write this down, anyone. This is not even in pencil. (laughs) I think it's possible it's already there. I think it may be on the seal of the Holy Spirit. And the reason why I say this is because remember when we talked about a moment ago that sometimes that which was very physical
0: Mm -hmm. and tangible
2: in the old covenant has a parallel in spiritual terms in the new. And so the priests, we're the priesthood of believers now, First Peter chapter 2, but the priests wore a turban and it had a gold plate on it that said, holy to the Lord. And so I have to wonder, because we may at times think, somebody listening thinks from time to time, oh, I never can settle. Am I in Christ or am I not? I mean, We believe in the security of our salvation, that he who we couldn't have worked for it, we can't work it to get out of it. He's This is is the gift of grace. But I, I have to wonder, is it there? Because I have to think to myself, we may sometimes wonder about our eternal state, but there is not a single demon in hell nor angel in heaven that has any doubt because somehow we in Christ are marked. And so I have to wonder... Is it there now that we can't see it? But when we're in his presence, that which we have only seen by faith, we will now see by sight. And I'll look at you and you'll look at me and we'll look at one another and some of the people that we didn't expect to be there. And they'll look at us like they didn't (laughs) expect me to be there. And there will be, and his name, his name will just be on our, it's just almost too much. It's almost too much.
0: Yeah. A royal priesthood—that's yes. what we're invited into, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. to have the diadem, yeah, yeah, I love that,
1: and I love the passage that you just read because it says, you know, very clearly, like we will, we will be busy. Busy. In heaven, but it will in in glory, but it will be very different. We will be busy worshiping yes, the Lamb yes. in the presence and, of the rest. Yes, yeah, and that's our yes. that's our job mm-hmm. in heaven. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, is to is to worship because everything else there's nothing to toil for. Right, everything right. else is provided. Mm-hmm. And so when I read this passage, it just kind of leveled me because I thought that is Sabbath
0: yeah. to oh, stop
1: is. and remember that yeah. like. It's all been provided, and even though we are not—that's right—and even though we're not in that, we're you know in the the already and the not yet. We say we talk about that a lot. How this is both already true in Christ, and we are not yet in glory, (laughs) Um, right? And so, but the rest that we have in Him is an already gift Yes, it is from God in Jesus.
2: I loved how one of you said a few minutes ago that we do get these foretastes. And so let's yeah. go there for a minute and think that through, because one of the things that I love about our ultimate rest is mm-hmm. that it's not just inactive. As you said, we'll be busy, we'll be worshiping, we'll be serving <laughs> Him, but also we'll be feasting. And so, yes. what, sometimes when I feel <laughs> that foretaste, that foretaste, I think this is something of what it will be like. We'll be at a table with either friends. A few nights ago, Keith and I, y'all, just try to lean into this with me. <laughs> we were with three other couples that we were friends with in our first married Sunday school department. <laughs> Forty- oh wow! Four years ago. Try to grapple Wonderful. with that. And Wonderful. We all said while we were sitting there, the only reason any of us are still together is the Lord. <laughs> I mean that, yeah. <laughs> the Lord. But or it mm. may be my children and my husband and my children and my grandchildren. But it's always or very often, let me say this, very often the same kind of moment when my heart is so full of joy it almost feels like my skin is not big enough. my soul, Mm -hmm. and it will be when there is this wonderful food on the table, Mm -hmm. when nobody is in a hurry, and when there is so much laughter and so much love for one another around that table. And so, I mean, in my family, you know, it may come in lots of ways. It may come in teasing. It may come in picking at one another, but to know I am so completely loved by the people sitting at this table. Mm. I think to me that to think of the wedding feast, and I don't think it's just this one moment, like it's this hour-long meal and we're done. I think (laughs) we enter the feast and that there will be this eternal life of fellowship and worship that we'll so often be there together laughing and talking and just raising our glasses to our King, that to me, to have that feeling in my stomach of having laughed really hard because for those few minutes, and I think (laughs) with me when the last time was that you were so captivated by who was at your table that you Mm -hmm. did not have a care in the world. Not one, because it's hard to do now. it's mm-hmm. fully satisfied in Him. Yeah,
1: you know. yeah, mm. yeah. That's such a beautiful picture. And mm-hmm. like we keep saying, I mean, even this study—it's called "I Will Give You Rest," but the subtitle is "An Invitation to Sabbath." And the invitation to Sabbath is part of mm-hmm. the invitation to Jesus mm-hmm. to come to Jesus. Right? That this is part of what it means to put your trust and your faith and yourself, to hide yourself in the person and work of Jesus. And so if we keep going in that chapter, in Revelation 22, verse 17 says... Both the spirit and the bride say, Come. Let anyone who hears say, Come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life freely. Like it is just an open invitation. We said that Mm -hmm. in Advent. We had this just. Beautiful conversation with Max Lucado, and we were saying that it's that the gospel is a y'all come, yes. like yes. everybody just come on, yes, yes. And, yes. and don't you love let is.
2: anyone? I, yes, oh, I just, I just absolutely love that that yeah. the wide open, whosoever will,
0: whosoever.
1: Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, is it fair? You girls think that it's fair mm-hmm. to apply that then to the invitation to rest. Yeah. Because in Jesus, it's a, come on, like mm-hmm. stop trying yes. to qualify mm-hmm. when you deserve or how you've earned your rest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus earned it for you. Just yes. step in yes. and enjoy His provision yes. and His love and His grace and His rest. Yeah.
2: Oh, I agree. It's even insistent. It's like, you know, what do I have to do to convince you that what I'm after here is saving your scrawny neck? And so (laughs) why don't you come out of that and in in here with me and spend this time with me and Mm -hmm. let me... Sometimes what that means to me, one of my ways of resting... So last spring for Lent... I just kept thinking, okay, what do I want to do for, for these weeks? And so one of the things, I couldn't get a clear direction from the Lord, but then suddenly it hit me a couple of days before, ah, okay, I am going to spend these days on my walk in the mornings without my phone in my back pocket, you know, because I'll I'll take my oh, phone in yeah. case I'm, I can walk a long way from home. What if I got you know, somehow hurt or whatever, you know, I'll just have my phone on me. But I thought, no, 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 I am going to start leaving it at home where I can't look at it and where I can't pull it out when I think, oh, this would make a great Instagram shot. Great. (laughs) And so it was so meaningful to me that I kept doing it and it still is my normal practice. I sometimes will still stick it in my back pocket for this or that reason. But well to get pictures of donkey. Well, yes, yes. (laughs) And just especially, or if I have a kid that I know is going to be looking for me in a little while, I'll have it, whatever it may be. But I can tell you that what it it does for me is just like, would you just behold, Mm. behold this world that I have made? Don't strive, let your mind rest. Resting in Jesus doesn't always mean that you are actively in that moment praying. Sometimes, I hate to be so bold, but sometimes we just need to like shut up and learn how to <laughs> yes. just be still in him, be yeah. silent for a little while. Just walk with the awareness that he's there, right there, right there, right there. And just enjoy the safety of him.
0: I think about our friends listening right now. And I just wanna like, I just want to invite y'all mm-hmm. to close your eyes, unless you're driving, of course. But close your eyes and find rest right where you are mm-hmm. because that's where rest can be found in Christ. He is everywhere you are, and He is offering it. He is inviting you, He's calling you to rest. That's what we're reading in the scriptures this week. These, remember what I have already done. Remember the finished work. Mm -hmm. Come to my rest. Let it be a foretaste of a promised rest, a secured rest that's not going anywhere. All you have to do is come. Yes. And so do that now, but make that a little bit of a practice this week. As you're reading the scriptures, sit in that rest. Even if you have kids running
1: around. Where you are, Especially while you're reading your scripture, you yes. close your eyes and find some rest yes. for a minute, if you can. Yeah. I mean that's the key verse of this reading plan, and it occurs to me that is the only condition of receiving the rest is that you come and receive it. Yeah, <laughs> because I love Jesus that. said, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened," which we've established is all of us, mm-hmm. right? Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I love Amen.
2: that. I love that. That's it. Yes. Matthew
1: eleven twenty eight. 28. Thank you, Jesus. And it yeah. so
2: beautifully connects with what you were just reading in verse 17, Revelation 22. Both the spirit and mm-hmm. the bride say, come. Come. Um, just, just let come. anyone who hears, let the one who is thirsty, let the one mm-hmm. who desires take the water of life freely. Oh, it's just a beautiful invitation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Thirst and desire. Are your qualifiers, <laughs> qualifiers yes. there? Jesus yes. has covered everything else. Mm.
0: Beth, I love that you mentioned Lent because, of course, you know that next week begins Lent yes. 2023 for yes. us. Yes. It's such a sweet season for us as a community. It always looks a little bit different. A lot of times, people go offline, and so they're just in their books. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll still listen to the podcast. It's just different. This year, we are opening our Bibles to the books of First and Second Chronicles, oh. and we're going to be studying those books for the season of Lent. I love your loaded O's and sighs. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I. That would be such a fascinating. Couple of books to be concentrating well, on during that time. Come yeah. on, join us. I Y'all come. I love that. <laughs> I we love are-
0: that. We have enjoyed finding unexpected, I guess you would say, books of the Bible to study during
1: During Lent, and it turns
0: out when we ask the question, why Isaiah for Lent? Why Ezekiel for Lent? It turns out every book for Lent, because in (laughs) every book, (laughs) we find our need, and we find His provision. Yes, we do. Right? We find the gospel. And we'll find preparation. So what we're looking for
2: is that by the time we are at the Week of Passion— that we have been preparing for it for days. And so just bringing ourselves, opening ourselves. One of the things that I love to share with the people that I serve is to open yourselves up to the Lord. We are so good at covering, so good Mm -hmm. at masquerading, so good at all the things and putting the bright part of ourselves and the very filtered part of ourselves out there on social media. But to just... Bring our open hearts. Uh, yeah. I love, I'm thinking, I pray a series of open prayers to the Lord very regularly, a couple of times a week, and they're all based on scripture. Open my mind to understand the scriptures, Luke 24, and open my eyes to see the wonders of your word, Psalm 119, and then open my ears to yours as one who is learned, the prophet Isaiah said, and then Open my mouth and put your words in that I may proclaim the mystery of the gospel, all of these things. But it says, then, one of the ones I use for my heart is Luke says in Acts chapter 16 of Lydia that as Paul was talking to them there by the river where they had gathered for worship, these women, it says that God opened Lydia's heart to pay attention. And it, mm. that is essentially Lent. It is that we're, we're not, we're yeah. paying attention and think, what is more challenging in this present era than paying attention? We truly, we are being trained by our culture to be completely, I don't mean this in the diagnostic sense. I'm just saying it in the cultural sense and in a, a silly metaphor that we are trained to be attention deficit, that we can't, we can't, mm-hmm. you know, we share articles we have not read. We truly do. (laughs) Like, oh, this is fantastic. Have we read it? No. We have opinions on books we absolutely have not read. We have all sorts of, maybe we have doctrines that you, you, just like I, would not have even known where they came from. I would just know now. I believe this. Well, what, based on what? Based on what? But to come into a season to pay attention That's what it's about, whether you take on a practice that you don't normally do or you Mm -hmm. take off a practice Mm -hmm. that you would normally do. It is a way, pay attention, pay attention to what the Lord is teaching you and watch what he will renew.
0: I feel well, like may, I mean maybe you, so. This is that makes me so excited for next week to open up those, good those books of the Bible. And you know who's joining us, Beth? Who? Lisa Harper. Is she really? Y'all. Yes. She
2: is so much fun. And how about her <laughs> back porch theologian? She uh-huh. honestly. I She's am wonderful. now. So I'm I'm still older than she is, but it has been so thrilling to me to see God develop this little arm of her ministry at this point. And I say mm-hmm. this to someone that is participating with us today. Don't you get it in your head yeah. that it is too late <laughs> for God to do any of the things we're talking yeah. about? For instance, yeah. you may think, well, I'll never feel that kind of passion for the scriptures. Oh, that's not true. Not if you mm-hmm. want to. Not if you come before the Lord and go, that's right. I am asking you, and there's something that I do, and I, I bet anything that Amanda and Rachel do it, where we ask God, cause me to hunger and thirst for your word, yes. for your yeah. presence. May Lord, bring it to life through your spirit. So we're asking for it. And so first John chapter five says that anytime we ask within the will of God, we have what we receive. And mm-hmm. I promise you that it is the will of God for you to love the Lord Jesus Christ with everything in you and for you to love the scriptures. So I don't care if you're 75 <laughs> listening to this, mm-hmm. you have it in you to have a great love for the scriptures and a great love for your Savior, Jesus Christ.
0: Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. I love that. Beth, thank you so much for this time and for saying yes to talking about rest with us. Yeah. Yeah. We prayed before the episode began that, that we would learn. And also, just I think that Amanda's words were, what was your— what? Lord, Lord, bring it. <laughs>
1: Lord, bring it. <laughs> Listen, sometimes, you guys, that's what prayer looks like.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord, bring, Lord, it. bring it. Yes, bring it forth if you want to make it formal. (laughs) Uh, But
2: because all three of us would say that sometimes God has given you an assignment. Somebody, maybe that morning has been terrible. Maybe for whatever (laughs) reason, you're just dull of mind. Maybe your hormones Mm -hmm. are going absolutely crazy. (laughs) Maybe you had a fight with your coworker that morning, but you just like come before him and go, Lord, bring that's it. Right.
1: You, you have right to yet. do it, but it has Employee, been a bring total me along with you. delight.
2: Yeah. I want to tell yeah. you too something before we say goodbye. I am so thankful for you. One of the things that we have, I think, that's been very special. I could name at least eight to 10 other women that are in Bible study ministries, and we have talked so often about how authentically thankful we are for one another and how little competition there is between Mm -hmm. us because we all are like, listen, whatever God would use to get people into the scriptures, to turn their hearts toward the throne of God, I just can't put into words how i thank you for your commitment how i thank you for calling women daily into the scriptures into that spiritual discipline where it is part of what you one of you said earlier that i love the rhythm just the rhythm mm-hmm. that god that this mm-hmm. this rhythm of creation this rhythm of rest and and to be in a rhythm of a relationship with god i'm so thankful for the two of you keep doing what you're doing and let nothing Let nothing discourage you and dissuade you. I'm asked all the time, what keeps you from quitting? (laughs) It never occurs to me to quit. It occurs to me to drop out of the public eye, never do it. Because this is everything. This is everything. And so I love being with a couple of other women that feel that same way. Thank you.
0: The harvest yeah. is plentiful. It and surely workers is. Workers are few.
2: It surely and, is. is yeah. it,
0: and I think that even in ministry, it's a y'all come. Yeah. So let's go. Yes. Right. Yes. If you're if you're yes. thirsty. Yes. Yeah. If
1: you're thirsty, yeah. Come on. Come on. And let's all
0: let's all do come this work on. together. And if There's you're plenty not thirsty, of water pray, of water pray of to be to thirsty. Together. That's yes. right. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. Well, Beth, we have four words that we like to end every podcast episode. I with. do want and to know what they are. And it is the honor of our guest to them. So in a minute I'm going to tee you up um, oh, and good. your your answer will be keep opening your bibles. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're not even going to edit this out because I just I like it as it is. <laughs> this is, is usually <laughs> how
1: it goes. Y'all. <laughs> we have to
0: Friends, I do encourage you to be a woman yes. in the Word of God every day this week. This podcast episode is an invitation. It is not a check box. It is not your reason that you don't need to be in the Word because you mm-hmm. listened to Rachel and Amanda and Beth talk about God's Word. It is your invitation to open your Bibles this week. And I encourage you also, come back on Monday. You'll get to listen to us chat with Lisa Harper about First and Second Chronicles. But yes. Until next week. Beth Moore, what do we tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles.